Hey everyone, this is Erin yep. Ashley Simon, another episode of Grassroots Podcast. Before we get into it, and especially with our guests, make sure you hit that notification button to get the latest and greatest, uh, as well as sign up for our Discord. We've been doing a lot of awesome things in gaming, from charity initiatives to just having conversations about latest information when it comes to PS5 and other things. Uh, and uh, also, uh, make sure you sign up for our newsletter. Once things go back to some sort of normalcy, uh, we will be doing more events when it comes to uh, gaming and also live recordings as well. And so I'd like to uh, continue doing the introduction moving forward. As, like I said, I'm Erin Ashley Simon. We also have uh, another grassroots individual here. Regular Nas, what's going on? I was waiting for like, I was waiting for like your, your, your nickname. You don't have one today? Oh, no, no, not, not this week, not this week, not this week. Oh, I'm, I'm off a little bit. I'm off. Off, off a little bit? Uh, okay. Well, listen, you can have it for the next time. Uh, but we also have a special guest today. Now, this person has uh, obviously been making waves in the music industry, uh, but also recently has been making waves in the gaming world as well, putting in work in Warzone and representing the artists in various different charity initiatives. We have the T Grizzly joining us today. T, it's good to have you. What? What's going on? I appreciate y'all for having me, man. What's the word? No problem. I actually no problem. was about to get ready. I actually was about to get ready to stream before y'all hit me. Wait, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you doing Warzone today, or, or what, what do you get into? Warzone. So I try, I, I try to stream every day from, for at least minimum of like three hours. And sometimes I do Warzone. Some people be want to see Grand Theft Auto sometimes, but I just keep it Warzone for well, the most part. Well, now that we're into this conversation, let's let's dive more into this. Uh, when did you? When did your passion for gaming really start for you? So I've been playing games like all my life. You know, like every time a new game came out, like my uncle would go get it—a new Grand Theft Auto, a new basketball, football, midnight club. But the thing that got grabbed me the most was Call of Duty. Like from the first Call of Duty that came out, like before it was even multiplayer. You know, I loved Call of Duty. And I've just been sticking with all they drops. And one day I was just playing multiplayer with my guy. He was like, bro, you actually good. You should um, stream. And then that's how it happened. <laughs> this is all history from there, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, now we're going to ask one? Hey. No, no, go ahead. Uh, so with Call of Duty, uh, it's interesting because COD is becoming kind of like the focal point right now when it comes to not only competitive scene, but streaming because of the cross-play functionality. Uh, has that new addition to this franchise, has this, uh, I guess, diversified the kinds of people that you play with? Uh, and in what ways has COD recently um, kind of contribute to just like your overall experience during quarantine or maybe even like how video games are influential in music and just your your artistry as well. So first of all, while I'm not able to do shows, Call of Duty helped me because I was able to make some money by playing Call of Duty since we stuck in the house. <laughs> so that was dope, right? And then the cross-play thing is, was, was one of the most, I'm most appreciative for that appreciative for that one that feature the most because I was able to switch to PC and still play with my guys on PlayStation. You now with the uh I know you say you do Grand Theft Auto 5, you know Grand Theft Auto also. Were you are you excited about the re-release for PS5? I am. I am. Yeah. I am. I'm, I'm I'm like the game 
I got friends that's, that's heavy into that game. Like they, every time it's remastered or redone, they they drop, they're getting it. I'm, I just want Grand Theft Auto Six to come out. Like, I, how many times? I can't keep playing that, that same game. So this is Grand Theft Auto Six. No, nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not, man. This is remastered, man. They keep no, I feel you. I feel game. you, though, bro. No, I feel you. You want a different scenery, different cars, a whole different storyline. No, I feel you 100%, bro. Hey man, you play uh, Red Dead at all? I tried it, right? It's too much you can do. You can <laughs> Wait, stay, <what>? switch socks. <laughs> you can do too much on there. <laughs> Wait, too much compared to Grand Theft Auto? Huh? Too much compared to Grand Theft Auto? I feel like Grand Theft Auto has even like I would say the same amount of customizations, and possibly even more because of the mod capabilities, the modifications that people can make. Red Dead, you literally could go, you have to go hunt, right? Sell the meat <laughs> and bring the money back to your village. All type of stuff. <laughs> that, was, that was too much, huh? You got to skin it when you kill it. All type of stuff. I'm like, yeah, this is too much. <laughs> well, speaking of yeah. video games, um, you, you previously have uh, worked to put a video game uh, in 2019 uh, called Scriptures, named after an album. Uh, is that something that you want to continue to do? Get involved in video game creations, the uh, development, or maybe even like develop a series moving forward? No, definitely. That's definitely something I want to get into. And we practicing right now. We made our own Grand Theft Auto server for um, RP, for 5M, basically on PC. And I was just practicing on how to put stuff together. So when I drop my game, it could be everything that game players wanted to be. So you got you got a deal in the works already? You got you got stuff on the table already with, with the gaming? Um no, I'm just I'm just, just doing my thing right now, just going. Alright. And people All people right. offering to help out with it, so hopefully. Hopefully something big will come. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I, that's, I, that's dope, man. Like I I'm not going for when the first time I heard of you was with LeBron. And I know you already rehashed this a bunch. But I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I play that song fresh out before I go to work. Yeah. <laughs> and again, that's a little motivation, man. That's, that's a little motivation. That's so, on that's on the yeah. list of motivational tracks. Regular Nas, we call that, him bro. we call him Essentials. Essentials Nas. He does, he has the essential playlist. <laughs> and uh, but the cool thing about Nas is that he's very old school too. So old school games, old school influence. It's it's being added. Uh, into the mix with us. And uh, we have Wilson here from the depths of his studio over here. Uh, hey, how, wait, Wilson, how much of a gamer are you? Wilson. Talking to you, me. I'm talking to you, you. Wilson. Oh, oh, I mean, you know, I play like Apex Legends, uh, mostly shooters, if anything, Grand Theft Auto, like y'all was talking about. So with Apex Legends, right? Apex Legends was my primary game before Warzone, right? But they messed up my guy Pathfinder, so I left it alone. Oh, they killed him. They ki he's dead. Yeah. Can't even use him. He's he's worthless. Yeah, bro. So that that threw me off. Yeah. I'm glad that they uh they strengthened up Revenant a little bit. Yeah. So it's not it's yeah. not all bad. I used to like I used to like Octane. Oh yeah. Mm. They straight they they gave him a buff recently too. He's alright now, yo. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. Have you tried Loba? Nope. No, you haven't. Yo, no. yo, 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 you might want to jump back on, yo. Listen, yeah, yeah. you may want to yeah. jump yeah, back on. You might want to get this back new, in it, yo. 
this new season, this new character. So Loba has this cool ability where she can throw this ring device from her arm and throw it. So like, for example, as the, as the circle's closing in, you can throw it out up top if you need, like, for example, you need a, a teammate to snipe from up top. Instead of having to run all the way up there, your, that ability allows you to quickly move high, low, and in different spots to really uh, attack your enemy. And several times, my friends and I have been able to really um, flank an enemy just from that ability. And you could throw it. That's very, very hard. Yeah. yeah. That's hard. Yeah, I might have to try it. Y'all heard y'all talking about Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I think that might be the greatest game of all time, man. Okay. Based on Grand how okay. yeah, five, based on how long it's been out. And Yo, it's have, you play, have you had, have you played it on 5M? On 5M? Nah. So 5M is way different. It's like, it's like, it's multiplayer Grand Theft Auto, right? Yeah. No computers. No, nobody, no, nothing's computer. So okay. the police is people. Everybody is somebody, right? Yeah. You can't speed. You can't do nothing. You have to get gas. It's people working in the <laughs> store. That's a player. That's a real person. Like, it's crazy, bro. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny yeah. because there, there's a streamer, uh, uh, forgive me for, for his name not coming to my head, but he's a retired policeman, and he streams as a police officer in GTA. <laughs> yeah. I got, that guy thinks it's real. <laughs> yeah, bro, he's probably, he really can take people to jail. I know he's locking people up, bro. <laughs> But it's funny that they do that. And like like you said, people have, they can create like different scenarios and just, it takes it to a whole whole different level, uh, which is really cool in itself. Thanks. And it's to, uh, what are you saying now? Like you can't even get a gun. You can't even get a gun unless you take the classes and go to the gun range and shoot. <laughs> Stop yeah, playing, man. Thanks. <laughs> That's that's crazy, man. That's what games have come. That's I'm <laughs> damn, I'm so old. <laughs> yeah, Nas still likes to buy the CDs. He's not digital. No, no, not at all, man. I like that. I like going to the game store and, and, and getting that game in my hand, man. I can't. Yeah. I don't know. That's that. You might as well go and get you a Nintendo 64, get 007, <laughs> and rock oh, out. Well, the dust have the cartridge. That was. That was the last. That was the last game, like first person shooter. That I was really ill at was was Goldeneye. I had that Golden Gun. It was over, bro. That Golden Gun was it. When dude throw the head yeah. at you, yo, it's over. Our job. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you guys yeah, play Perfect that, Dark? Hmm? Perfect you, Dark was the best. Well, so what? What do you, what, what do you think is the best? The best uh, FPS for uh, for Nintendo sixty four was it 007 or Perfect Dark? 007, for sure. Mm. Yeah. I got to go Perfect Dark because Perfect Dark was like an upgraded 007. Like, because it came I, out after. I ain't gonna lie. 007 was just legendary. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah that's man. a fact. That's a fact. Like, like 007 is the, like, was the, was the, that was before Call of Duty and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, man, that that set that set the presidents right there. That's that's what it did, man. Mm -hmm. That's what it. I'm trying to see where, like, the next evolution of of gaming, like, call it, like, you could do so much now. I don't I don't know where it's gonna go. You got you got any idea, like, where you think it's gonna go, as far as like Call of Duty and, and things like that? 
I think they're gonna start selling um like little sets, right? And make the whole set VR. Yeah. Mm. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Like you in that, that world type of thing. Kind kind of like uh like Duck Hunt for uh, Nintendo. Exactly. exactly. On that screen, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, like oh, like oh, immersion in your yeah, yeah. But I hope, like, hopefully, when they do that, like, like the equipment isn't ridiculously expensive. VR right now is very expensive, and it's very uncomfortable with these headsets that they put over your head. I hope they, I hope they make it more, more realistic though, because it still don't seem like you there, kind of. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like the TV up close. <laughs> I, I wanted to seem like I'm actually there. Like I want to feel. That's why I feel like they're gonna start selling the sheds, and the sheds is gonna have certain fans in them. Something blow up, hot air really come at you. Type, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that, 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 listen, that would be dope though. Like if you, yeah. from a, an experience standpoint, from just a gaming mm-hmm. experience, if you could feel like the heat or the wind, yeah, you might have a heart. Somebody like me might have a heart attack, man. I ain't gonna front. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, speaking of experience, um, I wanted to ask you, because we've seen uh, music and hip hop uh, being uh, developed into these events within Fortnite. As an artist yourself, like, what are your thoughts on that? And what are your thoughts on just the possibilities of more games adding music and and performances like that? I feel like that's dope. I feel like that's very dope. And I feel like whoever is behind setting that type of stuff up is a genius because music and gaming go hand in hand just like music and sports. Yeah. 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 I want to ask you something about uh, an artist's perspective in regards to your music. Do you think it's better for an artist to fade out or burn out as far as when it comes to putting out music? Um, I feel like it's better to fade out. Because if you fade out, it's still a respect there. If you burn out, it's like people tired of you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I dig it. Yeah. I, yeah, man. So this I saw on your new album that you had Queen Niger in, uh, in, a, in a Detroit choir. How did that come about? So this is a song I had wrote, and I needed some vocals on there. I know I, I know I needed some um, somebody to sing like all at once. I was gonna get a group of kids. I tried that, failed. Like I couldn't get the kids to sing it right. So I'm like, all right, <laughs> get a choir. So I went to the Detroit Youth Choir. They actually won um, on a voice before. So that was dope, and they from Detroit. So that was lit. And um, my girl recommended Queen Niza, so I went with that. Yeah, man, my my wife loves Queen Naja. That's that's all I hear. It's, 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 she's walking around s- singing breakup songs like, "Yo, we not even broken up." Like you, what, what you doing? Man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't put that vibe around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> man, that's dope. That's dope, man. Yeah. And also, like, continuing speaking on your music, you have your uh, recent project that uh, released on June 19th, The Smartest, and like you said, Queen Nija, Meek Mill, and several others. Can you talk just a little bit about the theme for that project and just the experiences and perspectives that that you you went about putting into it? So, 
Are any of y'all Aries, or do y'all know Aries? Aries, I'm Aries. one. So, <laughs> yeah. so look, don't you feel like you're smarter than everybody? <laughs> <laughs> or do people tell you that you think you know everything? Yeah, people do. People do tell me that I think that you know that I that I think I know everything. But I feel like that's also misconstrued with just us being honest. Yeah, but yeah, that can be the thing. But I've been I've been hearing that so much, so I just ran with it. So I feel like I'm <laughs> smart. <laughs> that's why that's that's why I named it that. But as far as like, but I wasn't talking about the smartest as far as like academics or like scholarly type. I'm talking about like more of survival. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of the people that came up with me didn't make it. You know what I'm saying? Like not rap wise, street wise. Yeah. Like none of them. You know what I'm saying? Like not one, literally. So I feel like when it comes to survival, I'm definitely one of the smartest because I made it through. And um, the theme, like all the songs basically was just based around it and me getting back to just being real. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, your music, it sounds like really personal. Like I could tell like, like you could tell like when a rapper's just making something up just to make it up. Yeah. But, but in your lyrics, like you could hear it like when you said, uh, uh, I'm bringing bottles to the store. I hope nobody see me. Yeah. Like I'm assuming that probably that might have really happened, right? No, no, that, that really happened, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So do do you feel like it's easier to write when, when you make it more personal? Yeah, I feel like it's more easy to write, and I feel like it's definitely gonna be somebody that relates to it because I wasn't the only one doing that. I know yeah. I wasn't the only one carrying <laughs> bottles and stuff like damn, I hope nobody see me carry these bottles. <laughs> <laughs> hold on nobody from school, ride past, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so talk about your the artwork. I see like when I'm looking at the artwork for the smartest, I see a lot of the, the boondocks, I see a lot of early two thousand cartoons. There's like different different artists. So what was the concept behind behind that, that artwork? So I wanted to put the smartest in perspective. Like you see what I'm doing and you see what everybody around me was doing, right? Now when I yeah. first got the animation back, the characters looked at crazy. I'm like, what is this? Feel me? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, if you're gonna do some cartoon type stuff, do some cartoons I actually used to watch. Do Boondocks, Code Name, Kid Next Door, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So that's what they threw in there, and it came out perfect. Yeah, I see there's a, a multitude of different uh, cartoons there. Mm -hmm. but, but, that, but that's dope. Everybody else is distracted. You out there, head in the book, sort of say? Yeah, you feel me? Mm -hmm. and, and adding on to that theme of like the smartest, you know, obviously, you know, Team Aries all day. Uh, but in addition to that, for, for you, <clears throat> how do you, how do you balance not only as an artist, but as a person, you know, the, the, these areas are opportunity for you to be vulnerable and open. Um, these areas and opportunities for you to show your confidence, but also having that balance with your confidence where, you know, some people, like like you said, they may think that you being confident is, is you being egotistical, but that may not be the case. So how do you balance these perspectives within your music and also just even when you're just publicly out there? I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't try to balance nothing. You feel me? I just live and it just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I just, I, I just live. That's all. And I feel like if people be on some stuff like, like on some, um, let me see. I don't really, I can't really say, I can't really say that I'm arrogant. I don't feel like nobody coming at me on some you acting arrogant stuff. 
my honesty do get taken out of perspective sometimes, but that's just like it's the truth. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. That's just that's just how I'm coming. I heard you mention on your album, uh, you know, quarantine a few times on it. Was it um was it hard to find inspiration to write during quarantine? Hell no, I ain't gonna lie. Between us, I was happy. I had to sit down and sit back and chill. Yeah, yeah. I was like, hell yeah, I can chill for a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and look, hey, and look. I feel like I wasn't shit because everybody had to chill. You know, yeah. <laughs> took advantage. Right? That's a that's a good thing, man. You're in a good place where you can sit and go. You know what? I I want there's money out there. I I want it. But right now, I just want to chill, be with the missus, be, you know, be, with, be around family, and just relax. Exactly, exactly. I, I could definitely add. <laughs> so, does, does, this mo- does this moment, uh, this chill moment, this slow moment, has it, like, opened your eyes to certain things? Or maybe you looked at just, like, your career or just certain things? Like, self-reflection period for you. No, I was just enjoying it. I was just chilling. I was just enjoying it. And, and I... And, um, I definitely took some time to put more effort into my music, you know, because I ain't moving around as much. You know, I'm definitely putting more effort into finishing some books that I started. You know, like you say, coming closer with the family, strengthening those bonds, you know, and just writing. And still at the same time planning what I'm going to do when when the world opens back up. But more than everything, just happy I can finally get some rest. That's a, a hard-working man right there, man. Just looking forward to the rest. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I see that you uh that you listen to like Adele and, and Taylor Swift. Any is any other mu- any other genres of music people might not think you you mess with? Um Kid Pop. No, I'm talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you listen to K-pop? Uh, you listen to K-pop? No, I was, I'm playing, I'm playing. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, listen, even if you did, I would be like, oh, that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> I, listen to, I listen to rap, I listen to my peers. But when I do stray off, I, I, I know two Taylor Swift songs, I know one Adele song by heart. And um, the R&B, I like old school R&B, like love it. Yeah, who, who's some of the, that's the stuff I like, who you, who you mess with from that's old school? All of them, man. Everybody you can name. Feel me? Drew Hill, Case, Mary J. Whitney, even Mariah Carey, old stuff. Um, SWV? SWV, for sure. We get the knees. I fuck with them. <laughs> Aaliyah. Arch- oh, no. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Who that? Yo, 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 Who that? Yo, yo, it's okay, man. Nah, son. Yeah, yeah, I feel like we should be able to separate the man. Yeah, we should be able to separate the man from the music, y'all. Yeah, separate him, man. Oh, certain separate. songs, certain songs. <laughs> yeah, oh, certain yeah. Age ain't nothing but a number. I, I don't know if I can separate with that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. The, the man got some good music. You know what I'm saying? Word. Because, yo, let's be honest. You can't make, like, a greatest of R&B list without, if you don't put his name on there, like, it's not a real list, kind of. No, a face. Right. Right. Yeah. I like Yeah, Kelly Price is dope. Kelly Price. Babyface, I ain't gonna lie. I don't know no babyface. Oh yeah, man, you gotta get a big babyface person either, man. Michael Jackson. Oh. I love so y'all 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 know the five heartbeats. 
Yeah. Yo, I know that movie like the back of my head. Love the five heartbeats. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just one group. Y'all might not know this because it's a little this is this real oh it's um Atlantic Star. Secret Lovers right. by Atlantic Star. Yeah, yeah, I know that song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, I, fuck, I like yeah. I rock it too. Selena, yeah, yeah, the Latin know. the Latin singer. Yeah. Wait, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, on wait, let's uh, wait, wait. I'm Latin. Let's let's back that up. You listen to Selena? Really? Yeah, I love I love Selena. What about Everybody Selena loves love? Selena's B. I gotta I gotta ask though, man. There's different reasons, man. There's different reasons. Why do you love Selena? So see Selena, they stole me, they got me with the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they man. got me with the movie. I've been locked in since the movie. I think I think a lot, and maybe maybe it's just maybe it's just me, but I think a lot of African Americans were introduced to Selena through J Lo, because I had to go back and listen to her music. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, damn, she's kind of dope. She was, she was kind of dope, and then that's yeah. when the whole infatuation started with. Her. Hey, man, that's dope, man. Selena, man. everybody loves Selena's, man. Yeah, yeah everybody <laughs> gets choked up at, at the movie in the movie too. Yo, you have Yolanda did her dirty, man. Yeah, no, facts, facts, bro. She brought the ring with the egg on it. Come on, man. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be your own people, be the people closest to you. You try to help her out. Yeah, you about to get me started talking about it. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's okay. That's okay. Listen, I love, I love Selena. I mean, Selena was one of the early uh, Latin artists that was having that uh, crossover into the U.S. in the sense of, like, you like people in the U.S. were listening to her bit by bit, and we're getting to know her before, like the J Balvins and the Annuels and all of them. Like Serena was one of those early Latin artists that was really starting to make waves here. No facts. Did you get a you get a chance to catch up on any movies since since you've been quarantined? Mm, I watched a couple new movies that came out. Some of the new ones. Did y'all see Sonic? Did anybody see Sonic? I checked. Nah, it. I, get. I no, I ain't check. I, I, Sonic, I, I messed with the uh, Uncut Gems and, and Five Bloods. Bro, Uncut Gems, bro, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Dude had no right to shoot this man in the face, bro. <laughs> Yo, you gotta, <laughs> give him, you gotta give him the spoiler alert, man. Yeah. <laughs> he had no right. I ain't gonna say who did what to who, but he had no right, bro. That was no, no. Yeah, it was crazy. See, see, he, he was, he was kind of testing him, B. That, that room looked kind of hot. They asked him to they asked him like, "Yo, open it up," and he he wasn't with it, man. I mean, he I don't know like this. He on some shit like this, right? If I open it up, y'all not gonna watch the game. Y'all don't understand this betting shit, right? <laughs> this year, y'all about to get a lot of money. Just chill. Yeah, I like, listen, man. I can see it both ways, man. I, I can see it both ways. Like you, it's funny though that his brother-in-law kind of got got kind of nervous. Like, yo, dude. You knew who they were. That's why you hired them. So don't don't get nervous now. Like you yeah. knew who they were. Yeah, 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 man. That's that yeah, that end threw me off. That shit. Oh man. Spoiler alert. <laughs> that that yeah. threw me off. But no, I, yo, I love that. I don't think Sonic, bro. Like Jim Carrey. Like I ain't gonna lie. Some he funny sometimes. He not funny sometimes. But this and Sonic, bro. Jim Carrey was hilarious, bro. <laughs> hey, I gotta check it out. Yeah, I might watch uh, that tonight. Yeah, watch that tonight, bro. You would be doing yourself a favor. <laughs> yeah, and Sonic definitely on it, yo. They did us a favor, changing the way that Sonic looked because the the original Sonic looked crazy. Yeah, yeah it was trash. Yeah, yeah. this one great. Trash. This one great. 
Is that, is that the only joint? That's huh? the only joint you got. Uh, is that the only movie you caught up with? No, I, I watched. Um, I watched a lot of movies, bro. I watched a lot. You just have to name some. I'm a movie head. <laughs> I'm trying to think of that. The, 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 the joints I just recently caught up, like I said, was the Five Bloods. You got a chance to see that? The Spike Lee joint on Netflix. I, I, I ain't see that one. That's hard. Yeah, yeah, nah, nah, that, that one, that one goes, man. That that joint with Delroy Del Lindo, the main act, one of the main actors. I do better yeah, get it. if he don't get a, if he don't get an Oscar nomination, man. Then it, the the system's really against us because that dude <laughs> he, did, he did his he did his thing, man. He he did his damn thing. I'm trying to think. Uh, I ain't, I ain't really catch anything else. I caught up. I just caught up with uh Snowfall. You watch that? Yeah, I watched Snowfall. Snowfall was dope. Snowfall was lit. Word. Yeah. Oh, I caught I, up on bro. I watched the whole Game of Thrones through the quarantine, bro. Wait, you not stopped the whole that. thing Wilson. you watched? Whole game through all eight seasons. <laughs> Tell me that last season wasn't rushed. Tell me that, that shit was not rushed, rush, man. bro. Huh? Come Listen. on, man. They took their time on everything, bro. Everything <laughs> was so intricate. We get to the yeah. last season, it's boom, bow, bam, the end. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> It made no For sense sure, at the end. Man. It was just like, what? I looked at my phone. I looked up. Khaleesi was dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it happened quick. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, yo, man. So, yeah, you can't build me up the set. And Wilson got tight because, uh, like UT, I, sh I watched it straight through. Like, I wasn't there for the whole, you know, whole age or whatever and taking breaks. It's just back to back to back. And yeah. I'm like, yo, fam. You know, come on, fam. You can't do the, the twins. They they supposed to go out harder than that. Not not letting the building crumble down on them. Yeah, bro. bro. I can tell the writers had something else to do. It was bad. I the twins. <laughs> I can tell yeah, the they wasn't cool. <laughs> the twins. Yeah, no, for real. Like you could. I thought the baby was. That, that was supposed to be harsh. That was supposed to be like. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, that's that, 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 that got me tight, man. Yeah, that was <laughs> crazy. You, that you, a lot of people not on Game of Thrones, man. Well, the build-up of the last yeah, season was forward. not good. That build-up was bad. Like, think about it. The build-up and the time that they took to, to develop when King Joffrey was killed, and then who we mm. found out who it was. Like, everything, that's what made Game of Thrones so exciting. And then at the end, it was funny, because if you watch the behind-the-scenes video, even like the uh, even like the actors and actresses looked at the script. They're like, "What is this?" <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. I feel like they built it up too high. Because the writers had something to do, like you said. I'm telling you, man. I said they didn't do had other projects. They're like, "Yo, we we gonna wrap this up real quick," and then you don't even do ten episodes. You do like eight. Well, look, Come on, the, man. That's that's why I thought it was going to – that's why I was so mad, too, because I'm like, okay, everything got 10. This is going to have 10, too. I was on eight. Like, damn, I know the last two going to be crazy. <laughs> 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 yeah, since, since, since but, you caught up with uh with, with Snowfall, how you feel about my man Franklin Saint work, working with the with the CIA like that, man? Because mm. that, that's how it ended, that he he's a willing participant now. <laughs> Yeah, so it's looking to me like he had an internship with them. <laughs> well, you know, you know what that was. 
that I had to explain that to somebody else, right? When you when you look at that episode, because I got, when he when he got shot, he's reflecting on his life and, and mm-hmm. what could have been. So oh. I, I I think I think what the what the writers are trying to say is you are who you are in this universe or, or another. You're gonna be you're gonna be you. Mm-hmm. The CIA agent is still gonna look for the he's gonna recruit the best student. Said Franklin was a student of the game even if he wasn't in, in the drugs. He's gonna, he was going to end up working with them. So at the beginning of the episode, they're talking about parallel universes and how he was the only uh, black dude in a lot of his classes, right? So he stood out amongst everybody else. In the streets, okay. in, in, a, in a real universe, and in the main one, he stands out amongst everybody else. Everybody, he's a, he was a real student of the game. Gotcha. So that's, it. That, that's how that, that episode was. So it's just basically saying, you are who you are, no matter where you are. You gonna be you, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hard, but yeah, man. But that joint, oh man, I can't wait for season four. I can't, I can't wait. No, season four, season four is gonna be epic. So now let me ask you this: since you said all that, you believe in the mm-hmm. parallel universes, right? Yeah. So what you think happens once we pass on from this universe? And this one, as well as a, as a Muslim, I have to believe that there's something waiting for me, right? So it's just. There's another life. I don't think, I really don't, I don't want to, I don't want to believe in like reincarnation. I hope it's not. I'm like, I'm like Tupac in that sense. I don't think I'm going to have a life as good as I have it now. You know, if, mm-hmm. if there is another universe, I don't, I don't want to come back, man. Because especially if I can remember this life, uh, I don't know, man. I'm just ho- I'm hoping Allah's promise is real. That, that's the only thing I can, I, can, I can answer like that. No, I feel you. Hmm. What are your you, thoughts you on it? Yeah, I was just about yeah. to ask that. <laughs> huh? What are your thoughts? I feel like once we, I feel like my honest, my honest opinion is I feel like we sleep right now. And once we wake up from this world, we're going to be in a better place. We're going to be with God. That's what I think. For sure, bro. For sure, bro. Yeah, man. I like that. Yeah. I like that too. I mean, I'm also like a. <clears throat> I don't know if I don't know if you're into the, to to this kind of concept either. But like, I'm I'm someone that believes in um, energy, right? Uh, the energy mm-hmm. that's like within ourselves, and like the energy around us, um, and the sense of like. Uh, have you ever heard of like Reiki healing? Huh? Have you ever heard of what it's called Reiki healing? No. So it's this concept that essentially like we have uh, an energy flow within ourselves. And sometimes when that energy flow is disrupted, um, it, it, it causes us to basically like feel a certain way or get certain illnesses and stuff like that. Um, and so for me, like I, I believe that we all have a, a certain energy within ourselves that we exhume. And then uh, and like, for example, like if you have good energy and, and good heart within yourself, you'll have that gravitate towards you. If you have like not so good energy within yourself, typically you will have that attracted as well. And there's just like, I don't know, I, I, I've been reading a lot of just like f- philosophical books, uh, spiritual books, and just, I don't know, like it's been helping me just be a little more at peace with everything that's going on with quarantine. So that's like the quantum theory. Ah. Uh, I mean, the quantum theory in terms of like multi dimensions and that there's multiple dimensions. I mean, I believe for me, I believe that like once you pass, you go to heaven, right? 
but that multidimensional aspect, I think is actually really, really interesting because it says yeah. that there's multiple versions of ourselves in multiple different dimensions and that the actions that we make in this dimension can affect what happens in the other one. Kind of like in the Spider-Verse, like the movie. Mm -hmm. That's a crazy thought. That's, that's a crazy thought. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people a lot of people I know that believe in energy like that they, they believe that energy never dies, it transfers. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. Yeah, so a, lot people, too. a lot of people gonna come back frogs and how tight would you be yo, if your energy went into a frog after you died, yo? <laughs> Man. I have to be one of the one frogs that you can't touch. What's your thoughts on the on the protest and, and the uprising and the do you have have you been paying have you been watching? I've been watching, bro. I've been watching, bro. I, I gotta really Uh-huh. Yeah, so I I, I had to drop your song, Mr. Officer. Mm. Or whatever, mm -hmm. and I touched up on it and that, but I got a real different type of feeling than everybody else, bro. I feel like Martin Luther King and them, the audience was doing the same thing, talking and all this and that. And we're not gonna make more sense than what they was making because they had it way harder than us, mm -hmm. but somehow we're still here today. So I feel like we just gotta take a different approach. I don't know what approach that is, but it's like we didn't talk enough, we didn't sit up mm. here and try to make sense enough. We gonna keep on saying, "Dang, y'all killed him. He was unarmed." You ain't gotta tell nobody that it was on camera. Yeah, feel me. So mm -hmm. at this point, it's a different approach that needs to be taken. Talking ain't it though. And getting <laughs> getting deep, walking around, holding signs up—that ain't it either. Cause that ain't gonna that ain't gonna do nothing. Do you, do you see yeah. do you see any light at the end of the t at the end of the tunnel right now? Um, uh, we we really ain't doing nothing that's really effective. You know what I'm saying? But talking, that's yeah. it. So I don't know. Because we've been talking for years, since like the 60s or something like that. And mm -hmm. a little bit changed. So it's like at the tunnel, but it's going to be so long before we get that light that we really want. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of yeah. these kids that's not black is being raised and trained to think these thoughts like, okay, you better than these people, these group of people. You better than these group of people. Carry yourself like that. And don't never let them feel like they, you know what I'm saying? This type of stuff. So, we gotta bring ours up. Like, listen, these they gonna think they better than you. Don't never. That's not true. Never go for that. The same way they program their people. We gotta start programming our people. But I don't got the answers. I don't know. Yeah. No, no, no. I respect it. I, 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 I feel you on the fact that a different approach is needed, though, man. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I feel you as well. When uh, so, T, when was the first time that you had the talk that? all of us black people and black kids go through where you are told that there are people that think they're better than you, that there are people that won't like you because of your skin color and more. What, what, how old were you when you had that talk? I never had that talk. My talks growing up was this, what you say if the police running here, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like we wasn't, oh no racist. Like my whole neighborhood was black. So we didn't never have to go through it. Yeah. Unless we was just out somewhere we we weren't supposed to be. And to us, we weren't supposed to be out there anyway. So a lot of stuff I had to learn on my own just by seeing it in the world. And how was that did experience you, for you, you when that happened? Like when you had to go out from being in a community where it's, you know, it's, a ball, it's an all-black community and then you're, you're moved to an environment where it's not like that anymore? 
I was just like, so I already know, I already got it in my head if they don't fuck with us. You know what I'm saying? So, and I do see like white people being cool with us. It'd be like, damn, that's crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like seeing something crazy because all my life, it was like, if you go over there, I'm telling you, they gonna see that you black and just pull you over. So we knew not to go over there. I thought that was the norm. But then I started going parts of the world where white people was actually cool. Some white people had black people in their family. And I'm like, man, some, they just ain't right. The people that's racist, they just ain't right. They was brought up like that. It might not even be their fault. This might have been a program to think like this because the ones before them. So, you know. Mm-hmm. I no, thought like it's, it's, it's nobody's fault today. All the people that's alive in the world today, white people and everything, it's nobody's fault why it's like this. It's the people before them because we couldn't get, we, we only could get it from them. So yeah. now we just got to break it. We just got to come together and break it. But I don't really see that happening with the approaches we've taken. I don't know. Yeah. Nod, were you going to say All something? Right. That was what I, yeah, I was going to ask him. Uh, I was going to ask you, T, like, did you go through anything like like that in at, at Michigan State University? Like, did, did, you, did you see any, like, just racist events just walking I probably, the campus. I probably was so paranoid that it might happen that I thought it happened, <laughs> but it probably didn't happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I probably was like, damn, they racist, but the whole time they wasn't racist. So I don't think I went through that. Like, I got a good opportunity up there. Like, people was up there helping me in every single way I needed help, and I never got denied help. You know what I'm saying? So. And you went to study, was it finance and accounting? Yeah. What was that? Was there ever? Did you ever have like what they call an imposter syndrome? Um, especially when you're in like certain places or spaces where uh, you may be one of the very few black people in like a class or anything like that. Was that ever a moment that you had that? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I had that. I was happy to be up there. I barely got in that motherfucker. So I'm like, yeah, I'm in here nice. So like, <laughs> 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 um, that's, that's funny, man. Oh, yeah. Man, it's interesting. It's interesting just to see how, um, like, especially like where, where everyone, like where you're raised and then like just the areas that you travel to and you really get like a whole different perspective because like for myself, you know, we we are from like the New York City uh, area, the Northeast area, and I went to college in Kentucky, and I had some of these like w- what we thought that area was like, and then when I went there, and I'm like, oh, it's really not quite like that. And some people may not be able to experience that because they themselves may not be able to travel. Like I found out when I went to college that there are kids who literally have never met met a black person in their life until they went to college. Yeah. That's crazy. It's like that in northern Michigan. Like, up north of Michigan, like, they never saw a black person before. That's a, that's a crazy experience, man. Yeah. Because I don't know no black people that never saw a white person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they everywhere. Every time we look up, we go see somebody white on TV, wherever. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's very, 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 very true. So for you, you know, uh, in, in what ways do you, I guess you as, as an artist and a person, what ways would you want to um, change things or change the world or utilize like what you have to make things better? 
Um, just bring the generation that's coming up that I got my hands on. Just, just keep them in a proper mindset. Let them know they worth, you know, learn from them too, because all our life, I believe we, we should never stop learning. You know what I'm saying? So learn from them and just teach them a better way. You know, let them, like I say, let them know they work. Let them know they can be just as, they can be a, a, the president or they can be a rapper. Whatever you want to do, you can do it. You know what I'm saying? Let them know to protect themselves too. That's the that's one of the main things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Protect yourself at all times. All that peaceful shit, all that, that's cool. But at the end of the day, when your health and your life is on the line, go to the furthest extent to protect yourself. Because I'm not going to lie. Can't nobody walk up on me with no gun out. That's over with. That's dead. I'm not going for none of that. Yeah. What reason? If you walking up on me with a gun already out, you already got it on your mind that you about to shoot. Yep. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Police walking with a gun out, pulling off. <laughs> I'm pulling off. I drive to the police station. I drive to the local police station to drop out my hands up, man. Let's see, walked up with a gun. I ain't know. Yeah, man, just, as I say, man, just be careful out there, man. Like, even when you first came out, I heard you did, uh, you were doing something on social media where you told the, your, your fans, you were like, yo, I, I didn't complete college, but college may be for you. It's not for everybody, but it may be for you. So don't skip out on that opportunity. And I was like, damn, that's, got, that's dope, because not a lot of rappers are telling people, like, yo, go finish your education. No, yeah. So so I, you, that's dope, man. You've always had that mindset of taking care of the generation after and who's coming up behind us. So salute yeah. to you. I want to give you your flowers while, you, while I see you, man. Salute to man, you. Man, I appreciate that, bro. Thank you, bro. Good looking. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's awesome. And like you said, like, we have to do what we can to educate and support uh, the people who come after us because that's the only way that we can change. We can't expect the change to come from just the younger generations. We ourselves have to do what we can to help with that as well. Uh, T, we are now uh, about to close this conversation, but before we end, um, here, what's, what, just, just, we're going to end on a really good light note. What's one thing about yourself that no one, not even your fans know about? What's that one thing? Um. Um. Let me see. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Well, they probably know that. <laughs> I put my thoughts on everything. I know that. Um. I like my favorite juice. Right. Is mini made that come in the cardboard box. <laughs> the, the old school, yeah. Them, them, them joints be on. They, they be on point. I know. Yeah, ones, I know which ones he talking about. <laughs> That's my favorite juice. But I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a couple more. I'm the best chess player. See, I got the real. See, I got the chess board right here. I'm the best chess player. Oh, that's the actual chess game right there. I don't know. I want y'all to think it's in the box and I'm capping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, yo, that don't look like a chess board, yo. <laughs> oh, so and I got a guard dog. My, my, my fans probably don't know I got a guard dog. What kind of dog? So you my guard dog before you head out. She aggressive, so don't let her scare you through the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was gonna <laughs> Yeah, so that's it. 
That's fire. That's fire. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us, T. We really appreciate it. Whether it was talking gaming, movies, social matters. Uh, I think more importantly, you know, we were able to understand your grassroots of who you are as an artist and as a person. Uh, so we want to first start off by saying uh, thank you so much for, for coming today. What's up? I appreciate you all for having me. Yeah, man. Thank, thank, thank you. Oh, I want to tell you something, too, T, since you're an old school R&B dude. If you, if you haven't listened to Marvin Gaye's Here, My Dear, check out that entire album. He had, uh, he had got a divorce and had to hand over the proceeds to his wife. So he dedicated the whole album to her. So every song you hear is about, is about her. And he, had, he made her listen to it before he released it. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I'm about to go listen to that right now. <laughs> so, yeah, man, when you, when you get a chance, man, check that out. <laughs> All right, bet, man. Everybody that's listening, man, make sure y'all go stream the smartest and go get that merch, man. I appreciate y'all. Oh, yes, sure. thank you. We appreciate you as well. Uh, guys, everyone who's listening, as always, you'll see another episode of Grassroots Podcast. Make sure you hit that notification button as well as tune into some of our previous episodes and make sure you go stream the smartest. And also, make sure you check out T Grizzly as he's streaming on Twitch as well. You can find his Twitch link on his Twitter account. Uh, oh, also, T, uh, what, what, what's your links? What's your links? What's your social so everyone can go and find uh, your streams and everything? Um, T Grizzly everywhere. Just T Grizzly. There you go. Easy peasy. Once again, thank you guys for tuning in. My name is Aaron Ashley Simon. I'm regular Nas. I'm Wilson. And you guys heard the man himself, T. Grizzly, and we are out. <laughs>